What are some ways you avoid answering back when someone insults you? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 36 of Tractate Gittin, and we learn that just like the sun doesn't get angry when people curse it out on a hot day, you too must stay focused knowing that you're here to serve the greater good. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Harissa today. I like to begin with a story. On the fourth day of creation, Hashem made the two great luminaries. The Torah then states, the great luminary to rule over the day and the small luminary to rule over the night. Were they both great, or was one great and the other small? When God first created the sun and the moon, they were equally bright. But then the moon complained, Master of the universe, is it possible for two kings to serve with one crown? One of us must be subservient to the other. God responded, if that's how you feel, go and diminish yourself. The moon replied, Master of the universe, if what I said was correct, why must I be the one to diminish myself? Said the Almighty, as compensation, you may shine during the day along with the sun and alone during the night. Replied the moon, what is the point of shining alongside the sun? What use is a candle in the middle of the day? Hashem declared, go, let the Jewish people count the days and years with you, and this will be your greatness. But the Jewish people will count with the sun as well, said the moon, as it is impossible that they will not count seasons. God said to her, each month upon your renewal, may Israel bring atonement for me since I diminished you. Today's Daftus teaches how to respond to insults. Let's look at the Gemara. Those who are insulted and do not return insult, who hear their scorn and do not respond, who serve out of love and are happy with affliction, concerning them the verse states, and those who love him are like the sun which emerges in its strength. Let's analyze the Gemara. The Rosh explains that our Gemara is an allusion to the exchange between the moon and God. Why don't we find the sun interjecting into the conversation? Because the sun was not bothered by the moon's insinuations. While the moon was backing himself into a corner, the sun stayed silent, accepting God's will unquestioningly. That's why those who love him are like the sun which emerges in its strength. What a powerful reminder of how to stay on track and focused on your mission, even when people around are trying to cut you down. When you know that you're doing the right thing, it doesn't matter what anyone else is saying about you. There will always be naysayers. The better the job you're doing, the more they will shoot their venomous arrows. The key is to avoid becoming ensnared by their insults. The moment you lower yourself to their level and shoot back at them, you've lost your momentum. Let them say what they will. You know that you are on the right track, the track of productive work, optimism, and positivity. They're the ones who have chosen antagonism, cynicism, pessimism, and negativity. Never allow yourself to be dragged down to their level. As soon as you insult them back, you've lost your edge. You've become just like them, fueled by the power of the Yetzirah, the forces of the dark side. The only reason you'd respond is if you felt their disparaging remarks were justified. Then it bothers you and you want to return the insults and get back at them. How do you stop yourself from taking their bait? You learn from Moshe Rabbeinu. Even when he was unsure about himself, he didn't respond. When Korach first began his uprising against Moshe in the wilderness, the Torah says that he fell on his face. Why didn't he stand tall? Our sages explained that he needed a few moments to introspect and decide whether he was indeed guilty of the egotism Korach had ascribed to him. Once he had determined that Korach's claims were unfounded, 
He then arose, stood tall, and proceeded to serve Hashem and lead the children of Israel. But what if you don't arrive at Moshe's conclusion? Sometimes the criticism is not completely baseless. They're saying things that may have some truth to them, but you know they're exaggerating the matters to amplify their attack. And so it's important to think about what's being said. But even still, the right response is silence. You see, maybe Hashem is sending you a message via this difficult individual. Rabbi Tzvi Hirsch of Nadvarna teaches that you should view criticism as God's stick. If someone hit you with a stick, would you get upset at the stick? Of course not. It's merely the tool. Likewise, this assailant is Hashem's tool to help you grow. Don't worry about the other fellow's spiritual account, adds the Chavetz Chaim. God has sent these spiteful words via someone who is already deserving of punishment himself. If he has chosen this individual to criticize you vindictively, it will simply add to the person's spiritual woes. Your decision to remain silent, however, will not only atone for any shortcomings God sent this messenger to convey, but you will be forgiven for all your sins. Ignore any abuse you receive from the naysayers who are fighting to cut you down. They will wither away. Accept the suffering and affliction with joy, knowing that the Almighty is merely challenging your patience and endurance. And if, God forbid, you ever do get momentarily dragged down into the mire, be the first to apologize to your antagonists, and then move on. They will be left scratching their heads, wondering how you have the strength to stay positive and focused on your mission, not even holding a grudge. When you rise above the derision, why are you likened to the sun? You know the feeling when you're standing outside on a warm summer's day? Personally, I love the heat, but not everyone does. It's beautiful and sunny and some people just can't control themselves. They're kvetching and cursing away. Here's the thing. Do you think the sun gets offended? Of course not. He knows that he provides heat and light to the world and that the service he renders is essential to life on earth. He's not going to get upset when foolish people curse him out. He's completely above such lowly insults. He is so much greater than the silly people deriding his work due to their nearsightedness and self-absorption. They care only about their immediate comfort and mood. The sun cares about what's good for everyone. Don't let the naysayers bother you. You know that your mission is so much greater than they will ever appreciate. May you always rise above the fray, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Daft Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. If you've enjoyed being my Chavrissa today, please consider purchasing the book series or partnering with the Center for Torah Values as we show the value of Torah and instill our values with Torah. Check it out at transformativedaft.com and across social media at Rabbi Daniel Friedman.